0: Yo, what up, everybody? This is Mark from Suicide Silence. Brian Fair from Shadows Fall. Gary Hull from Exodus and recently retired from Slayer. And Chris from Bad Wolves.
1: It's Joe from
0: Briar Rose. Tyler Burgess
2: here. And Hey, okay,
1: this is Charlie with
2: Anthrax. I just want to give a shout out to Pendleton Metal Radio podcast. Uh, the thing about it is, you get know, your rock news, metal news, uh, unsigned band. Uh, with new episodes dropping every Sunday, make sure you tune in be rocking with pedal to the metal. Check it out now, you motherfuckers.
1: All right, welcome everybody to another exciting edition of Pedal to the Metal Radio the podcast. I'm your host, your main man here, Eddie Monster, and I want to apologize. Yeah, we took last week off. Yeah, we did that. We needed some much much needed R&R. Last week, Uh, a lot of crazy things happening in the world, Um, and we needed some time to think about it. I was going to actually record a new album, a new album, yeah, right, I was going to record a new episode during the week, and I just decided, you know, if I'm releasing this on a Tuesday or Wednesday, I might as well just wait, you know, until the next episode comes out on Sunday, and just do it then, yeah. So it's episode 39, welcome everybody officially, episode 39, uh, hopefully everybody has been safe, and you're staying COVID free, because we need things to, to, to start rocking and rolling, we need to get back on track, that's all I'm talking about. Uh, we got an exciting, exciting show for you guys this week, we got some great music, we've got the Unsigned Band of the Week, we have the Bands You Should Know Artists plus all your rock and metal news. And we got a lot of rock and metal news to go through. Uh, let me tell you, as as well as part of that is talking about all the amazing singles that have been released by bands throughout you know, this past week and a half uh, since there was no episode. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. And we all know that it's time for the social media side of things. That's right. If you want to follow the show, you can do so. By going to Facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. Again, Facebook.com forward slash Eddie's Pedal to the Metal Radio Show. Give that page a like. Stay up to date. All that great stuff. Go to Twitter. Twitter Twitter.com forward slash EddieMonster82. That's E-D-D-I-E, by the way. For those of you wondering how I spell Eddie, it's E-D-I-E. Uh, there you go, twitter.com forward slash eddiemonster82. Uh, follow us on Instagram and instagram.com forward slash pedal to the metal radio show. And last but certainly not least, my friends, it is the blog page, pedal to the metal radio show Again, pedal to the metal radio show dot That is the place to go if you want to find a link. So they'll be able to listen to the show, whether it be on Apple, Anchor, Breaker, Spotify, Google, wherever it may be that you listen to your podcast, if there's a link, it's going to be there. So tune in or tune out. That's up to you. Uh, also for all you unsigned and signed bands out there, if you're listening to the show, email me at pedal to the metal radio show at gmail.com. Again, pedal to the metal radio show. At gmail.com. Hook it up. Send me a, you know, drop me a line. Send me a track. I'll play it. You all know that. But uh, as I said before, yeah, we've got an exciting, exciting episode, and there's a lot of news to talk about. A lot of stuff. Tons of stuff. There's been a lot going on. Um, We're not going to really address Sean Schaefer this week, I don't think. Not until some real solid, solid shit comes out. That really talks about what's going on with this case. All we know right now is that he was extradited. Uh, there's a group from where he's from in Indiana that's claiming they had nothing to do with him. And uh, we don't really know much else, to be perfectly honest. I mean, do we? We don't know. I mean, all we're really doing now is just speculating on whether you know he's going to get fucked or not, as far as his career is concerned, and... I'm not going to speculate on that, and to be honest, I have never really was a huge Iced Earth fan. I think the only time I ever paid attention to Iced Earth was when Tim the Ripper Owens was in the band. Other than that, I was just like, okay, whatever, it's Iced Earth, uh, whatever. You know, Power Metal was cool at one time. I still don't think it's super cool even today. Um, the only Power Metal bands I like listening to are Iron Maiden and Judas Priest, so... You figure that out, um, and that's not me saying there isn't cool power metal because there is. It's just it's not my it's not my metal of choice. To be perfectly honest, I uh, lean towards the heavier side of things at this point in my in my life, which is weird. You know, I'm 39 years old, and you would think that I'd be mellowing out, and it's the exact opposite. I'm always looking for the heavier heavier thing and i feel like i've been doing that for the last 15 years i've wanted to you know where is that band that's going to satisfy my needs right now you know i'm like i'm like a drug addict i'm chasing this high um that i can't quite catch you know and every time i think that band is there all of a sudden it's like no i need something heavier i don't know why i just need something heavier. And I've been satisfying the needs a little bit, getting into bands that I never listened to before that have been out for a long time, like DSI and checking out Obituary and, and all that stuff. These are bands I'm going to admit right now, I never checked out before. I'm not going to claim to be the biggest fans of these bands because uh, obviously you guys are out there. You guys, there, there's plenty of people that have been following those bands since day one, you know, and kudos to them. Like, that's some great shit. I only wish that I caught on to it a hell of a lot earlier than I did. Uh, but nonetheless, like I said, it's power metal is not really my metal of choice. I respect it a lot because it's great musicianship all the way. I've always said that. Um, I just kind of, you know, we'll just leave it at that. Nonetheless, it is time... For this week's unsigned band of the week. And it's a good one people. It's a very very good one. And the band we're checking out. Is coming all the way from New York. That's right we are checking out Jack Pipe. These guys are awesome. They're in your face. New York styled heavy metal crossover. Hardcore punk mixed. With a little bit of comedy thrown in there. Think Jim Norton. Think a little bit of Howard Stern thrown in there. And you've got Jack Pipe. I love these guys. You can check them out at jackpipeny.com. Again, jackpipeny.com. The track that we are listening to this week is pretty freaking awesome. I love the title of it. First minute I saw it, I was like, I got to check this out. The song is called Green Mist of Death. And it's right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast.
2: Stop! my church, I feel something through Let a little slip, now I sit in my own pew The preach shouts from the pulpit What the fuck's that smell? Then I gotta laugh, as he condemns
1: by Eddie monster all right yes welcome rock and metal news and we told you we had a lot to talk about this week I wasn't lying uh, one of the things so I hate to start things on such a downer kind of note I really do it pains me you know what I mean but uh I was really looking forward to Maryland Death Fest. I really was. Um, I wanted to be able to take the podcast to Maryland, to Baltimore, and to try to cover Maryland Death Fest. And unfortunately, it looks like it's not happening yet again. So apparently it's being pushed to 2022. And I'm not surprised because the time that this happens is around Memorial Day weekend. Um, and unfortunately, as we know, fall is the target date to try to get uh, live concerts back. So it's no surprise. But they released a statement and they said, Maryland Death Fest 28 has been rescheduled again until 2022. The new dates are May 26th through the 29th. There's an overload of information in this post, so please take a few minutes to read it all as it will likely address most of the questions and concerns you may have. At this point, we don't think it's necessary to go into great detail about why we had to reschedule the festival again. We've been updating you about this possibility for months, so we assume that most of you were expecting this news to be dropped. There is simply no chance that the festival can be staged in its proper form with the majority of the bands, or fans for that matter, being able to even show up in a short four months. It is pretty clear that most, if not all, of 2021 is needed for the world to sort itself out to the point that we can enjoy live events again. Uh, They go on to talk about the venue situation, which is an ongoing project for them. Um, They also talked about a lot of the bands that they booked in 2019 to play in 2020 or 2021. Um, have been reconfirmed to play in 2022, so never fear, they will be there. And here are some of the bands, um, that need to know if, so apparently there's also a list of bands that need, need more time to decide if they can play in 2022, and, um, here here they are, it's Bloodbath, Negative Approach, Violence, Coffins, uh, Lobotomized, Napalm Raid, and here are the bands that definitely cannot play in 2022, and that's Grave Desecrator, Panzerfaust, and Blaze of Perdition. So, again, check it out. Go to the site's website. I'm sure there's, you know, plenty of news on there about this. Uh, And they're not fearful. They know that they're going to book eventually... 20 additional bands. So they're not, you know, Maryland Deathfest will come back. Never fear because this bullshit has to end eventually. This COVID bullshit. Um, again, I, I hate to start the show or at least this segment on such a sour, sour note. Um, but in funnier news, apparently there's a woman in the world who thinks that she's engaged to Poison's Bret Michaels. And apparently. She's texting buddies with Motley Crue's Nikki Six. She appeared on Dr. Phil. Um, this is just hilarious, right? But this woman Tina believes that she's engaged to Brett Michaels, and believes that she's best friends with Nikki Six of Motley Crue. So on the Dr. Phil show. Uh, He interviewed this woman named Vivian. And Vivian was very, very concerned about her friend, Tina. Because she believes her friend, Tina, is basically being catfished. That's what she believes. Uh, This is what Tina said. This is funny. My relationship with Nikki Six is a solid, good friendship. And we have great communication between each other. And when Dr. Phil asked, have you ever actually spoken to him? And apparently, she has a really, really good explanation for it. And she says, we speak eight to ten times in a day, mainly through text. He can't talk on the phone because his management won't allow it. God damn, those fucking managers, right? Won't allow Nikki Sixx to have a phone conversation with whoever the fuck she wants. Um, And apparently, in the interview, she talked about how she briefly FaceTimed. Uh, but due to audio problems, she was not able to understand what he was saying. Um, but, yeah, that's just crazy. Um, you know. I love it. I love it. Why not? Dr. Phil's addressing this. And uh, Tina says, I love Brett Michaels, and he loves me because I'm a larger woman. And... Uh, Vivian feels that I'm not the typical rock star girlfriend type. I got to check this fucking episode out. I don't know. I'm reading this shit. I just want to watch it now. But after some disappointing news, we needed some funny news. Come on. You know we did. Um, here's some great, great news, right? Korn is hinting that they've got some really exciting news. And I seem to think that it's an album. Maybe. Right? Is it a covers album or is it an originals? But here's what Brian Head Welch said. Now, as we all know, Head Welch is promoting Love and Death. But he goes, I asked the manager because I'm doing Love and Death, but I know people are going to ask me about Corn." And he said, just tell them the truth. Tell them that you've been getting together with them. You're working on some stuff and that we've got some really exciting news coming out. I think we're going to make some kind of announcement pretty soon, and that's pretty much all I can say. But he also did say this. He goes, I think it's no secret that every band is getting together, and there's probably going to be a lot of records coming out. We've been throwing ideas back and forth, but it's hard because of the pandemic and whatnot because Monkey lives in Los Angeles right in the thick of it. One in five people has it there. Thank God Monkey has not got it. He lives with his wife and her family and his mother-in-law. They've got to be careful with her, and it's been really crazy. But we managed to get together, and we're we're deciding – what we're going to do, but we're coming up with some cool ideas and hopefully going to make an announcement pretty soon. Now, this has got to be huge because The Nothing, which was Corn's last record that came out in 2019, was just fucking epic. What an amazing record. Korn was back in style with that one. So I'm excited. I'm excited to find out what corn has got in store. Uh, That's definitely for sure. Uh, in other news, Death Angel is planning to hit the studio this summer. And uh, drummer Will Carroll recently revealed to uh, Steve Zetrosouza Souza on his podcast, Zetros Toxic Vault, that they're coming up with a new record. And uh, Will Carroll seems to be doing pretty damn good after his long and scary battle with COVID-19. Here's what he said. We're going to record a new album this year for sure. We're working on new songs right now. We've got a couple of new tunes in the works, and they sound good, and we're moving forward with that. We're going to hopefully hit the studio by the end of the summer. I think that's a reasonable amount of time to get an album written. But, yeah, things are sounding awesome. Rob's coming up with some killer shit. I'm looking forward to it, man. Um, For those of you who know, uh, Death Angel released a surprise, surprise – uh, digital EP called Under Pressure. It's got uh, a collaboration, a cover of the Queen collaboration Under Pressure, a new song called Faded Remains, and some reworks of old tracks like A Room with a View and Revelation Song. Uh, so check that out in the meantime, especially if you love Death Angel. That's uh, pretty fucking awesome. I'm glad to hear that Will Carroll's doing doing amazing. That's that's good. That's good fucking news. Uh, Max Cavalera has a brand new band. And it features members of Soulfly and Chemist, and it's called Go Ahead and F- Die. I love it, right? When you're live, we'd be like, yo, oh, we're called Go Ahead and Fuck and Die, you know, like something like that. I don't know. Just guessing. But the band features Max Cavalera on vocals and guitar, his son Igor Amadeus Cavalera on guitar and bass, and drummer Zach Coleman of Chemist and Black Curse. And according to them, it's it's death metal and thrash metal with a little bit of Celtic frost and a punk rock attitude. And uh, here's what Max said. He goes, one-of-a-kind father-son collaboration, bringing the old school with a new attitude. Sick riffs and abrasive lyrics from Igor and brutal drumming from Zach Coleman inspired me. Extreme times call for extreme music. I couldn't agree more with Max on that one. Uh, Max's son also said, We are beyond excited to sign with Nuclear Blast. They're definitely the right choice for this colossally heavy record. Go ahead and die. We'll deliver fast-paced, hate-fueled energy. that hasn't been heard in years. I cannot fucking wait for that. We'll see. But as we know right now, so... We're still expecting information about the debuted album, right? But we've also heard in the news that Soulfly and Chemist are in the studio recording new albums as well. So it'll be interesting to see uh, where that all goes from there. So stay tuned for that. That should be pretty fucking epic, if you ask me. Um, I promised it earlier. I said there were a bunch of singles that I wanted to go over. And some of them are really good. One, you should check out. It's a cover. If you get a chance, go to metalinjection.net and look for War Curse. They cover anthraxes only. It's pretty fucking awesome. And there's another one. uh, It's a cover of Five Magics by Megadeth. Also check that one out. But uh, anyway, so The Crown, Firstborn, which is Chris Adler's new band, Chevelle, and Amorphous have all released new music. And I checked them out. And by far, my favorite is by The Crown, and it's called Driven to Disaster. If you get a chance, check it the fuck out. I love The Crown. They're such an amazing band. Um, If you love 80s-style heavy metal with kind of a new kind of flair, then you got to check out Firstborn, Chris Adler of Lamb of God. It's his new band. The singer has quite the pipes. Uh, I believe his name is Garish Pradhan. Pradhan. I don't know if I'm saying that right. If I'm not, I apologize. Uh, and it features guitarist Myron, James Lomenzo, obviously Chris Adler, and Firstborn. It's a pretty damn good song. It's called Save Myself. It's not my favorite on the whole list, but it's definitely one of my faves. I also loved. What Amorphous released, Brother and Sister. I think that is an amazing, amazing track, uh, which is expected and was recorded during the Queen of Times sessions. Um, But Brother and Sister is the A-side to a track called As Mountains Crumble. Uh, They're available on a picture disc. You can check that out if you go to metalinjection.net. And the song is just absolutely epic. My second favorite track out of all these tracks definitely belongs to Amorphous. I'm definitely, you know, curious to check out more songs from them actually after listening to this one. I got to check out more music from them. Um, but, anyways, out of those four, I love The Crowns, Driven to Disaster, and obviously Amorphous's Brother and Sister. Do check out Firstborn's Save Myself and then Chevelle's Peach which was a decent track. But, you know, I haven't really loved Chevelle in a very long time, but this is this is actually a pretty good song. So check that out. Check out Peach. That's a really good one. Uh, so in other news, everybody hated Catharsis, which was this record by Machine Head. And apparently I haven't really bothered to listen to it too much. Uh, just based off the reviews, I kind of avoided that record maybe i'll check it out for myself uh fully but uh anyways yeah people have been shitting on that record and it was the final album that featured dave mclean and phil Demmel, and they claimed it was a rob flynn solo project but here's what rob had to say he goes hey guys rob here figured i'd write a little piece on the album for its three-year anniversary anniversary excuse me." I'm writing this to celebrate the record, and without a doubt, three years later, I'm just as proud of it. At 15 songs and 75 minutes, it was a lot to take in. I recall saying over and over again on the EU press tour in October 2017, that it was the Lord of the Rings albums, whatever that means, and that in our short attention span society, it was a terrible idea to release a record this long. But we rolled with that decision. There are some fantastic songs that got overlooked on the album. It's no secret that some folks, including former members, have gone to great lengths to poo-poo the album. But the fact is, the album resulted in two certifiable smashes in the Machine Head live arsenal with with Catharsis and Beyond the Pale. Here were some of the chart positions. Catharsis debuts at number 3 in Germany, number 12 on the UK national charts, number 10 in Australia, 17 in America, and number 10 in Canada. Catharsis opening week entries marked the highest chart positions in Machine Head's 30 years history, including top 5 and 20 positions in 15 different countries. These were not the rock charts. These were not the metal charts. These were the official charts that quantify all music from country to pop, besting previous chart positions for the blackening unto the Locust and Bloodstone and Diamonds. He continues to say, For me, the world chart position was the most mind-blowing of all. You see, the world chart is the cumulative chart ranking ranking of all countries combined, i.e. America, UK, Denmark, Sweden, Poland, etc., etc. Combining physical sales, streaming, and individual song downloads while still a fairly new chart, as the global music community becomes more intertwined Its relevance has become more and more important. We came in at number 15 on the world chart. Let that sink in. And he goes on and on and on. Of course, as a musician, as a writer, as a performer, you're going to defend everything you do to the day you die or to the day you can finally admit that the album sucked, and it doesn't matter to me where this album fit in because there are Machine Head releases that I feel trump any of these records that Machine has has, has released. At least the ones he mentioned, right? So he mentioned the Blackening, Unto the Locust, and Bloodstone and Diamonds. Now I know people love the Blackening. I love the Blackening. Don't get me wrong. I, loved, I liked Unto the Locust. Bloodstone and Diamonds, I was hit or miss on. But there are records before that that I just found were better. Just better. Machine Head's first album is just untouchable. I'm sorry. It's unfucking touchable I don't care where any of these albums have finished. You can't beat that. You really can't. But nonetheless, like I said, you're going to defend every record until the day you die that's just natural you know what i mean it's just natural that's what happens when you're a musician you're, you're very defensive of your artwork because it's essentially what music is it's an artwork and uh you know they're painters and they paint a picture you know but instead it's music and um yeah that's the name of the game But uh, that's going to do it right now for Rock and Metal News. It is time to get into the Bands You Should Know artists. All right. And as I said, it is time for the Bands You Should Know artists. And we've got a great one coming from our friends over at Horror Pain, Gore, Death Productions. That's right. What a great label doing what they can for independent artists everywhere. Uh, We're checking out the band coming all the way. From France. This is the the Melodic Doom death metal group known as Winter Eve. And back in April of 2020, Winter Eve released their latest record called October Dark. Now, if you want more information about Winter Eve, you can do so by going to facebook.com forward slash Winter Eve Music, or you can visit them on Bandcamp at wintereve.bandcamp.com. That is the best way. Support artists. That is our whole mission in life. Is to support artists everywhere. Because 2020 was definitely a rough year. In 2021, while we're still hopeful, things later on, 2021 is still looking a little rough. So we need to support all of the amazing artists out there in the world and we want to do so by playing a track from winter Eve right here on pedal to the metal radio the podcast that's right we're gonna get into the title track that's right it is October dark right here on pedal to the metal radio the podcast
0: Now her body can be laid to rest the earth trading, she sweet
1: Welcome back, everybody. Again, I want to thank everybody that listens to this show. It's so appreciated. I want to thank all the bands that have all agreed to be on the show, to let me use their music, to help promote them. Without you guys, the show is nothing. Remember that. And thanks to all the bands out there that are constantly in the news, because without you, I would have no rock and metal news. Again, I want to thank you guys next week. Is episode 40. It's going to be a good one. I look very, very much forward to it. We'll see you guys next time right here on Pedal to the Metal Radio, the podcast.